Welcome to the ABQ Accent, where catalysts, innovators, and risk takers share what their accent is on their work. Like a spoken accent, we all have an inflection or emphasis on where we put our energy. Join us to learn how these folks are putting their accents to work, building their vision of the future, and how you can get involved. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us. Um, my name is Mariah Harrison, and I am the Nonprofit and Philanthropy Coordinator for the City of Albuquerque. And I'm so happy to be joined this morning on this beautiful Friday, October crisp day with Melora Palmer, the Executive Director of Global Ties. Uh, she is a longtime personal friend of mine. I want to make that clear that I am really proud to be able <laughs> to share her voice today. And I'm going to give her some time to talk a bit about her background, uh, and congratulate her on the really fun social trivia night that Global <laughs> Ties held last night at Flock of Moons. Um, welcome. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. It yeah. is a beautiful day. It is a beautiful day. Yeah. Uh, so tell me a little bit about your background. Mm -hmm. um, I love to know things like, you know, maybe a little bit about where you grew up and, and ultimately the trajectory, the, the roller coaster, the, the legend of what brought you to the role that you are ha at today. How did I get here? <laughs> um, <coughs> well, uh, Born and raised in the United States, um, born in Mojave Desert, <laughs> but always had a lot of wanderlust. And so after university, which was here at UNM, I took off, uh, went around the world <laughs> on a ship for about three or four months, and that kind of bit my wanderlust. And then um, from there, I went to work. I accepted a job with the organization, a company I was working at the time, to go to Toronto in Canada, because mm -hmm. I thought, oh, good, I'll learn French, which, of course, you get exposed to it, but still, it's it's Ontario. It's it's very British. Um, but I was in uh, Toronto for about seven years, and then with the company that I worked at the time, there was an opportunity to move to Strasbourg, and uh, so I jumped on it. Mm -hmm. So I moved to Strasbourg. I was in for there for a year, and then um, they transferred me to oh darn to Paris, oh. where <laughs> I was for just over eight years. And I really consider it my second home. I try to go back every year. Mm -hmm. I'll be going in a couple months, hey, or next, actually, next month, um, soon. Uh, <coughs> at any rate, uh, so I was in France for nine years. And then um, with my ex-husband at the time, we both did this total 180 flip. And I went from corporate sales into humanitarian aid and uh, international development. And that took us to Haiti. Mm -hmm where I was for about five years, and where I met and adopted my beautiful daughter. And then from there we went to Cote d'Ivoire, which is in West Africa, mm -hmm. um, and I was there for four years. And then I came back to the United States to put my daughter in high school, and so I picked Albuquerque for that. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of my trajectory. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. And she's in college now? Yep, she, she, I am now an empty nester. Mm -hmm. She left me about two years ago, and she's going to college in Florida. Mm -hmm. And she just recently announced um, she's studying international affairs, and she's going to go into foreign service. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> and uh, she's now told me she wants to be an ambassador. So I'm I like, you that. go, girl. I love it. I got lots of places I want to go, <laughs> and I need a free place to stay. So <laughs> yes. She'd make an incredible ambassador. She's really well-spoken. She's fabulous. So yeah. She's yeah. pretty smart. So uh, in Albuquerque, we get to enjoy you in a couple of different roles, namely your executive director, ac your acting executive director right now for... Uh, no, I'm executive director full-time. Yeah, full-time <laughs> for uh, Global Ties, which yes. is a program out of the State Department, and I'd love for you to give an overview of that. Sure, I'd love to as well. Um, and how I got into Global Ties is when I got back here, it was kind of my way to keep my toe in the international waters. 
um, because I would host the delegates as they came into Albuquerque. Right. So just a quick snapshot on who we are. We basically host professional exchange programs, all of them sponsored by the U.S. State Department. Mm -hmm. And our key program is called the International Visitor Leadership Program. It's a program that was started by Eisenhower back in the 1940s. Right. Um, and the whole idea was to promote peace. And the way you do that is by exchanging and learning about each other. So how it works is the various uh, State Department regional offices around the world work with our embassies, put together a program based on whatever the current administration's foreign policy objectives are, vets out to various delegates, um, and then sends it over to the United States, and then they uh, farm it out to us. We're called community-based members, mm -hmm. and we say, okay, here's what we'll do with them when they come and if they come to Albuquerque. Mm -hmm. So uh, we host... Um, anywhere from 200 to 400, next year I have 400, uh, 200 to 400 delegates mm -hmm. every year that come into Albuquerque um, from 120 different countries. From all over the world. Yeah, from all over the world. Um, we've actually been an organization since 1963. Uh, we were all volunteer until about 2018 when we incorporated and then took on an executive director. Um, so our whole objective is to just you know, underlie this, this, this idea of you promote exchange, you promote peace through exchange mm -hmm. and sharing. Mm -hmm. And when these people come in, and they usually come in in delegations of anywhere from seven to 20 people, maybe from one country, maybe from several different countries on a myriad of different topics. Right. It can be human and civil rights. It can be promoting uh, social change through music. Right. Uh, we have one coming in on uh, innovative educators. And the whole idea is when they come, we look at what are all the amazing, and there's actually quite a few amazing and innovative resources here in Albuquerque right. uh, through our state government, our city government, thanks to all the help you've done with us, just through our various organizations here, and create professional exchange for them. So they mm -hmm. come for two or three days and set up professional exchange. And then the other layer of what we do is how I got involved is through our membership. Um, you know, if these people are in town... Um, taking it to the next step, which John Kennedy did when he started the Global Ties Network, was you build peace one-on-one. -on -one. It's called citizen diplomacy. Mm -hmm. So if these people are in our city, let's host them for dinner. And that's how I got involved. And so they come to your house. You learn a lot about them, and we learn from them who they are. And that really is the way that you promote peace and solidarity in mm -hmm. the world, is by knowing each other. And for me, it was also just... As I said, it was a way to keep my foot in the door. They always gave me the French-speaking groups. <laughs> um, but it also keeps you humble. And I think that's really, really important, especially in today's environment, mm -hmm. that we continue to keep ourselves aware of, one, the, the, the benefits that we have the, and just the pure honor we have, um, and just to, to be aware of what else is happening in the world. And... Uh, it's been a great mechanism for that, and I think our members really appreciate that opportunity. And, um, you know, here it is right here in Albuquerque, and people never really understand, you know, the people are always like, really? Mm -hmm. And you're, yeah, yeah, it's mm -hmm. right here in Albuquerque. So it's, that's what we do. <laughs> well, and it's, as you mentioned, it's a really wonderful way of, of highlighting um, some of the strengths across our city that, f that the State Department is willing to send folks from all over the world to the city to do this professional exchange. And, and I'll dive into that just for a second, because what I've seen in my experience, these professional exchanges are actually physically meeting and talking about what 
what these different types of organizations, however relevant to the group, are doing, and 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 then there's there might end up being a, a translator needed for the discussion. Mm-hmm. But these folks come with a myriad of questions, and they're really bright, wonderful, incredible, very active in their own communities. Mm-hmm. And they want to know more about how what we're doing can relate to their work. So the exchange is very much a an organic conversation. It might be a presentation, but the connections that are made by the even the end of that hour, two hours, three hours together, and this is a full-on couple of days of meetings like this across town, mm-hmm. I, it's so much for them to soak up, but it's, from what I've seen, uh, incredibly, the exchange is deeper than just uh, a bit of a learning about what this organization does or that organization does. Absolutely. Um, I have a great example with this group that came through with promoting social change through, I think it was arts. We hooked them up with uh, Warehouse 505 Mm -hmm. because we were looking at youth and basically and how do you promote art and using art as a mechanism to get out of poverty, etc. And um, it was, he was, I can't remember exactly his title. It was in a ministry department of education working with it. And it was in one of the Balkan states. I can't remember. It was Eastern, it was Central Europe. And uh, he just wrote us by email, and he said, you know, what I learned from mm-hmm. these guys was so interesting mm-hmm. and so innovative, and I'm going to replicate this right. in, my, in my school system here. And that was just so rewarding because you do realize that we, you know, we really do affect and change, yeah. and there's a lot of amazing resources here in Albuquerque. Really, incredible. And what's interesting is we're actually one of the coveted destinations. I mean, uh, because we are so unique, and people tell this over and over because when these groups come in, they'll usually travel to two or three different cities in addition to Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. New Mexico is so unique. First and foremost, they always say that people are super friendly, mm-hmm. super open, willing to share. Um, but that with our culture, you know, we always take them to the Indian Pueblo Cultural Center, mm-hmm. oftentimes to the Pueblos. We are very involved with the Native community here. And... Um, you know, they're just kind of blown away by this uniqueness to New Mexico and also just its physical beauty. So a lot of times we really are the, pl- the destination that mm-hmm. people really prefer. Right. And yeah. that's why you're able to host up upwards of 400 people a year because mm-hmm. there's, it's not a directive from somewhere else. It's because they're interested. Yeah. Yeah. And so the other piece of this exchange, as you were saying, is the citizen d- diplomacy where you get to host. And I think I, I will say it, it makes a perfect sense that that was how you sort of wanted to keep your toe in the door mm-hmm. because you live by that example. You pr- you open your home mm-hmm. in so many ways to people who are uh, dynamic and interesting and, and are coming and are different and you bring them together even in your in your private parties. But I think the home hosting is an opportunity for those our visitors to to see the other side and not just work. And it's a little bit of play and a little bit of fun. Mm-hmm. And and the connections that are made there also continue. Um, and so do you have any examples of maybe home hosting that was just an interesting, so yours or others? Because I know that we have, how many members do we have right now? Uh, we have about 100 and I think about 180 members. Mm-hmm. And not all of them host. Not all of them, no. Which is, and hosting can be in many different ways. I'm really trying to expand that more and more. Um, traditionally, it's been home hosting, meaning they stay in hotels, et cetera, but they're here for evenings. Let's bring them for dinner. But right. also, if they're here for a weekend, taking them on a cultural tour mm-hmm. tour up Sandway, uh, Sandia Tramway. That's a big yeah. popular one. Over to uh, Petroglyphs. Um, so those opportunities are there as well. Um, and uh, in addition, if they just want to ride along for a day, you know, these guys are going around the city in a shuttle all day and they're sitting on a bus, parts of it, and they can just, you know, discuss. And a lot of times we have members who have lived in other countries and mm-hmm. they're always very excited to, 
oh, yes, I, I lived in Myanmar and I, I want to meet with these people while they're yeah. here. Um, so those are other ways that we allow people to kind of interact. And I am really working to try and have more and more. So when a big group comes in, let's do, you know, um, a welcome, not a welcome dinner, but like a welcome, you know, cocktail or something yeah. and, and invite everybody, mm -hmm. all the members in to interact and um, just because that's the fun of it. Yeah. Instead of waiting for an away, a yes. going away party, thank you for coming and yes. a welcome. Yeah, sounds exactly. Great. And that kind of leads into one of the questions I want to ask you about Global Ties in general. What do you think that's most innovative about the Albuquerque program that you run right now that is is impacting your visitors and also your local? What's going on? Well, as I got as I said earlier, I think um, what's most innovative is it is Albuquerque. We have some really interesting, innovative things happening here mm -hmm. in art, in um, technology, in science, in climate, uh, in addressing climate change. So. Um, I think those are some really unique things that we can offer this program. And again, just our culture. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we are a very diverse culture with our large Hispanic and Native American. Um, and just with the international community, you know, we have refugee uh, organizations. So it is actually an amazing snapshot in uniqueness. And again, just the the demeanor and the... Um, um, of the, of the people is, is quite unique. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's something very interesting and innovative that we do offer to the program. And I think a lot of that is, is reflective of, or maybe I should say, the work that's, that's, that's being done that's unique in Albuquerque is, isn't something you have to reach very far for. Mm -hmm. And I think that you celebrate that as an individual. And so I wanna, I'll, I'll insinuate that the work itself lights you up, but is there something particular about working with your community, about working with visitors, but also local folks that um, sort of just gets you energized about continuing every day? Well, uh, we've had these long philosophical discussions. You know, I truly believe that our whole purpose in life, um, the reason we jump into this vehicle called a human, human body over and over again and turn on the engine, mm -hmm. is to contribute. Um, it's just to bring us closer to the essence of what we are, mm -hmm. which is our greater consciousness and, and um, our love. It's God. Um, and I think community involvement and caring and giving is integral to that. And I also think it's our duty. Um, you know, we're a species that has to live together. And the way you do that is by helping each other out and contributing. Mm -hmm. And um, I also, you know, when I lived overseas, I was not involved in American politics, and even in politics in general. I just didn't pay any attention to it. Mm -hmm. And then when I came back here, it was 2016, so it obviously was a very difficult time or just a lot of change. Mm -hmm. And I really realized how important it was to get involved in our community and in our democracy. And so I did get engaged um, in other types of community efforts to, you know, having lived in developing countries, you know, we unfortunately, I think there's just a lot of doubt right now about our system mm -hmm. and this feeling that there's this corruption in it, et cetera. Well, it's got some problems, but it's not corrupt. And we actually have a very stable judicial, educative, mm -hmm. social system in place. And we need to be thankful for that. And we need to continue to support that because we are very lucky because there are people that do not live under those kinds of regimes. And it's going to get really 
that really, when I came back, it really kicked me into that. And so I'm involved in other types of organizations. And I think it's all about contributing to our community, but, you know, upholding the beautiful thing that we have. And I think that's part of our responsibility to ourselves, um, to our spirits, and to our fellow humans. That's really beautiful. We could probably end there because I think that's a perfect... <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, um, it's an example to set in the work that we do every day that we have greater purpose larger than ourselves and that, that gratitude plays a huge role in um, performing that work but continuing it and encouraging others to be a part of it. Uh, so I think, uh, if I'm thinking correctly, uh, when you went during that year and when you were, when I first met you, you had, um, been very active in what was then called Indivisible Knob Hill and now mm -hmm. it's called Albuquerque Indivisible. Indivisible Albuquerque. Indivisible yeah. Albuquerque. Yeah. Pardon me. And they're, they're a really active group as well. And I think that that's all they, they, um, while they're in ex especially progressive, they open their doors and their activities to everybody that wants to come and give a message to the, to the community so that that community can be more educated in making decisions and how they can support this system that we mm -hmm. do have that uh, and strengthens um, the system that is supporting <laughs> everything from, from racial justice to environmental equities. So uh, uh, Indivisible Albuquerque is a powerful place, and, and mm -hmm. you're still active there? Yes, very active. Mm -hmm. Not as active. I was on the board for about, four, I guess, three years. Right. Um, and since I took on this position with Global Ties, I'm less active. But, um, yeah, I mean, I go to their meetings every week. Uh, we do have weekly meetings. That's pretty amazing. Like for now, what is it, six years? Yeah, ongoing. <laughs> ongoing all through COVID, everything. But the thing that is really wonderful about it, and I have to give credit to someone, to Ray Ellen Smith, who's, who's the president of it and really taken it on, is to try and make it an organization where we can contribute. So it's not just a place where you go and blah, 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 and commiserate mm -hmm. on whatever you do or don't like about what's happening right. in our politics, but to give clear and actionable things that we can do. Mm -hmm. And it, it can be just as simple as calling your lawmakers and, you know, or, or you know, writing opt-eds or, you know, giving your voice and going out and, and being in a, not necessarily a protest, but some type of, you know, demonstration, um, to say this is what we believe in and this is what you we want you to do. And that is something that so many, I think that I'm, it's sad to see that we're sowing doubt in that, in that this a democracy, and I know it sounds a bit cliche, but that really is what a democracy is. Right. It is people's government. And the only way it remains a people's government is if we continue to stay engaged and say this is what we want. Mm -hmm. We may not get it, we may not get all of it, but the whole thing is we have a voice and we, really do have mechanisms to make that voice right. heard where many countries you do not. You'll get shot right. or put in jail. <laughs> or uh, And, you know, I, we really need to continue to do that. And I think this organization, um, I admired it because it gives really clear-cut ways that you can get involved. And if you differ in your opinion, you can express that as well. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's inherent to what it means to being a democratic country mm -hmm. and to keep us from falling back into something that's much more corrupted by right. inaction autocratic yeah uh -huh. mm -hmm. so it almost feels like a, it's a little bit of heavy work but i know that you have fun all along the way mm -hmm. i know that you it, 
just enjoy all those interactions and all of those actions themselves. But um, what I've what I've also witnessed a little bit about your life is that that fun plays a role in your well-being and that, that you want to encourage. You extend the idea of fun to the people in your life uh, from thematic parties to just the beautiful artwork in your home. But how do you in, in mentally, emotionally stay grounded when mm-hmm. so much is swirling around you, when you have such heavy... I don't think I don't actually think you have heavy responsibilities, but I think your heart feels a lot of what this world is going through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, I'd say first and foremost, I just inherited a good spirit. Um, I I got lucky, yeah. uh, uh, and but also as part of that, I some point in my life I realized that we have, uh, as the Buddhists say, you have three. You have three bodies. You have your physical body, you have your mental body, and you have your spiritual body. And you have to nurture them all equally. So I do a lot to stay healthy and active. I do yoga. As you know, I bike everywhere. Um, But also take care of your spirit. And spirit is, you know, meditation. It can be church. It can be anything. But it's basically community. And, you know, when I have a social event, that's community. It's interacting with others and, um, you know, just having fun you know it's just uh you have to keep them all three in balance and um, i think that's best how i do it um i try to spend a fair amount of time alone Mm -hmm. i try to keep myself open to new things uh, and travel to new places like my goal is one new place every year and just keep yourself always open and exposed to things and when you get down um reach out right and uh share it with people Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that example and that <laughs> guidance. It's it's tough to do so much of that, but I think if you are as cognizant of, of your day-to-day experience mm-hmm. and, and what you're saying about those three pieces of who we are, um, the more cognizant of that, maybe the more energy we can put into each. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Thank you. Good point. Thank you. So uh, let's see. There... As I said, you're, you're involved in a couple of different things and Global Ties is always looking for new members mm-hmm. to support the work and to support our, our um, visitors coming into town. Are there any challenges you're sort of facing, not necessarily personally, but, you know, in the world that we're in right now, what do you think people could be more engaged in? And is there something in particular that you would like to call attention to for people to support? Well, um, I guess... Uh, I would ask people, one, to continue to have hope mm. and faith uh, that they can create change and that we actually do have a good life. Um, and, you know, evidence has shown that we get more benefit when we give than when we receive. Mm. And we see that in, you know, you hear stories of children, you know, they'll just pick up a wallet and take it to the person. I mean, I think it's in our instinct to give. And so I think um, the most important thing is just to keep your mind always open, um, hopeful, um, as optimistic as you can. And to, and I think being an outward person and a giving person actually creates that for us. Mm. And every time we start to get down and kind of in a black place or a dark place, just think about what I can do to help somebody else 
because that will always get you out of it. Mm. Well, if I answered your question completely, but <laughs> that's okay because I think the direction I'm, I, I would love to engage in just a little bit further is when we are like you just to use your words when you're down it's okay and you should be reaching out and part of that that I've seen at least recently reflected in something I heard on another podcast was when you're anxious the answer to anxiety is action in your own home with somebody else and I think I think what so much of what you're speaking to is that we can create better um, individual life experiences, but also improved communities by being more uh, in, intentionally interactive for, for ourselves and for others, and that we reap the benefits of engaging on uh, more personal levels. And you might not necessarily turn that into a volunteer activity, but if you're, if you're trying to reach out to others, there are um, larger benefits to both of you. Absolutely. And healing. Mm -hmm. And there's so many different ways we can get involved. It can be just as simple as calling on your neighbor and making sure they're okay. And, um, you know, or going on to your site and, and finding an organization that, you know, resounds with things that you believe in uh, and just giving a couple hours a week. But mm -hmm. um, there's all evidence to, to show that when we get involved and we give, it actually benefits us tremendously mm -hmm. yeah we're the biggest benefactors of that <laughs> yeah yeah um well i, I want to th thank you so much for everything you've given to me and, and to your time today um there's a lot that i'm going to go back and listen to this podcast and take take notes for myself <laughs> i hope others do too thank you um so is there a message that you want to leave with us i i, I do want to absolutely mention global ties abq which I think is globaltiesabq.org. Dot org, that is correct. Yeah, to learn more, to see if you're interested in becoming a member, um, definitely go to Albu Indivisible Albuquerque to learn more, even attend one of their Monday night meetings. Yeah. But are there, are there, is there anything you want to leave us today about how to, you enjoy making an impact? I guess I'm just very thankful for this opportunity to sort of share some of my ideas and visions on life um, and want to thank Global Ties, Indivisible, all the various organizations and the people that I know to allow me to contribute to them. Right. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you too. Okay. Thank you everybody for listening today. <laughs> we hope you have a wonderful day yes. and we'll see you next time. Happy Friday. And to everybody who joined us today, thank you so much. We hope you come back to hear another ABQ accent.